What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the One Word Podcast. Today, we've got part two of our episode on friendship with J. Mike Johnson. Today, J. Mike and Josh are going to talk about four more words surrounding friendship, which is honesty, empathy, accountability, and love. You're not going to want to miss what these guys have to say, and we're not wasting any more time. We're just going to jump right in. So buckle up. Here we go. What's our next word? So our next word is honesty. Woo, so come it on. Hurts. Come this on. Hurts. It's gonna sting a little. So fun fact about honesty is honesty was brought in my life at a young age. My dad loved the guy. Great guy. But he tells you how it is, right? No sugar coating. Yeah. There's no, hey, compliment sandwich. No, right. it's just this is this is what's up, right? Yeah. So I, I was um eight years old. Just won the YMCA basketball championship, high on life. Woo-hoo. Had a uh, had big NBA dreams, right? On thought top thought of the world. we were going to the NBA. Come on. Unfortunately, my big NBA dreams did not match <laughs> my small really? physical stature. <laughs> uh, I'm with you, brother. I'm five eight. Uh, when I stretch, um, so five nine white dude. We, exactly. ain't, we ain't going nowhere, Jay. Gonna be an NBA. So Muggsy Bogues was my idol, but I could not ball like Muggsy could. Um, so well, I remember driving home and. My dad sit, sits me down, and, and we're at the gas station. I'll never forget it. I had the slushy in hand. You know, I was <laughs> slurpy. 7-Eleven. Pumped up. Come on. And uh, he says, J. Mike, can, can I be honest with you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Dad. I'd love that. <laughs> on top of the world. I'm great. Be, tell me, everyone tell me. And he says, yeah, you're probably never going to play in the NBA. <laughs> me? 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 <laughs> But dad, let me just pop that balloon. Do, do you not see this trophy? <laughs> this guy, this YMCA trophy means I gotta go to the event. So honesty is very important because I would have wasted a lot of time uh, chasing those NBA dreams. And now I may have been a heck of a rec basketball player and be able to fire up threes <laughs> with the best of them. They were not. My shot was not going to translate to the next level. And so honesty is so important because you got to have someone that can tell you how it is, yeah. even when you you don't want to hear it in in. Nor do you, maybe when you need to hear it. Not when yeah. you don't want to hear it, but when you need to hear it, right? And so the big thing with honesty that I have to bring up every time is you have to ask yourself is do you care more about the person or the relationship? And so it, it's hard because in our wow. generation, right, it's like I like that person because of – we talked about influence. Yeah, the benefits that comes with being a friend with someone who's cool. The wow. benefits that come with being you know, friends with someone that's got a lot of Instagram followers or the benefits of you know, all these things with social media that you're like, I want to post a picture with that person because I know they'll repost it. Because, again, yeah. every single one of these concepts are something that Seth and I both deeply struggled with and sure. saw as a problem. And so what you have to realize is – with honesty, and we'll hit on another word later that ties into this, but with honesty is there's going to be tough times where you have to tell someone something that they're not going to be receptive of. Mm. And you have to have trust. You have to have loyalty. You have to have influence. You have to have the things that we've already talked about in place. Otherwise, that conversation is not going to go well. Mm. It's not going to go well. So you have to trust me to know that when I'm honest with you, there's a reason. I'm not just saying something to say it. And so when it comes down to it is, you know, do you care more about that person or do you care more about the, the friendship is I know that there's sometimes I've had conversations with Seth and Seth's had conversations with me that those conversations could have ended our friendship. Wow. But Seth knows that when I brought those things to him, it was because I cared about him. It was because we had done life together and it was because I wanted what was best for him 
not was what was best for our friendship, Dude, right? Come on. And so you have to decide at the end of the day, what is our friendship built on? Mm. Is it built on, hey, I like this person, they're funny, they got a lot of, they're cool, so therefore I want to be friends with them because I want to be cool and just by association, then I'm cool, right? Or is it, I care about this person, I want to do life with this person, we've served together, we've been through the fire together, and no matter what, I want what's best for them despite the potential blowback or negative effect that it could have on me so hard hard conversations but necessary conversations and and you just don't see it a lot in our in our generation yeah i I mean i'm gonna be honest i'm terrible at this i hate it honesty like the hard conversations it makes every part of my body squirm oh yeah i hate it but i love that question that you asked and i gotta repeat it is do you care more about the person or the relationship, mm-hmm. right? And the being caring more about the relationship is the selfish side of what does this do for me? Right. Caring about the friend or the person is the, the selfless thing. And, and I have your best interest in mind. Dude, that is a great question. I'll, I'll never forget, like my dad had to pull me aside one day. And this is, this is baseball related. But I remember I was in middle school. And like my friends, like this is, this is going to sound way too harsh. Like my friends weren't making me better when I'd work out with them. They were lazier. They would slack off. They would skip reps or whatever. Um, And it wasn't – I had to have an honest conversation of like, hey, guys, you guys are my friends. But when I'm at practice, when I'm working out, I need to go with this guy because he's going to push me. And I I hated that. And I didn't do it well. And then in college, there's another time where it's like, oh, my gosh, I got to have this honest conversation. I hate this. I try to have it. I don't – the conversation comes and goes and I didn't bring it up. And then it's like, let's try again. Oh, there it goes. Time. Oh, okay, uh, we'll okay. Next time, next yeah. time. <laughs> but, man, great word, Jim. Yeah. That's and so it's, good. And two, uh, this, to your point, have these conversations in person. Like, oh, do yeah. not do it no over text. text. Do oh. not. I mean, FaceTime if you have to. Like, me and right. Seth, we have had if, some conversations over FaceTime. last resort. But have those conversations in person because yep. there's so much that gets missed over text with um, body language or tone or things like that. So, side note, like, I know we're I'm – I'd, I'd prefer to have them over text. Between oh, yeah. And me. It's, like, it's way less personal. Way less personal. You get to hide <laughs> behind the keyboard. You don't feel the sting. Exactly. But I would encourage you, please, please, please – have these conversations that's uh, so good in person and jay mike i think we talked about it earlier but another good practice too is to invite those conversations yes. right invite hey man tell me expose yeah. a weakness mm-hmm. in me tell me something that i don't mm-hmm. see right we all have blind spots mm-hmm. so inviting that can take a lot of the sting right. and the pain away yeah. that's so good all right we got to move on jay mike what's our next word our next word is empathy Ooh, come on so empathy is for me two things i think a lot of times when we talk about empathy in our society we think of hey man this person's struggling sit with them weep with them but the cool thing about empathy is empathy is not just you know weeping when they weep but you get to rejoice when they rejoice so when your friend does have that big moment you get to celebrate with them when they have that bad moment you get to cry with them so it's the highs of the highs the lows of the lows and just being present in that moment and so what we say for empathy is hey yes rejoice when they rejoice weep when they weep but overarching above that is, are you willing to extend the ministry of presence? So when you don't have the words to say, when you don't have, you know, maybe even you're distant and you can't even give a hug, are you willing to sit there on FaceTime for 15 minutes while they cry and just mm-hmm. be there 
and it's awkward, it's weird, but you're there for them because they're going to need you in a moment. Yeah. Are you willing to, the story I always tell with Seth and I is one of the first times uh, we started hanging out. And I think what really brought us together is he was going through a really hard time. And so there used to be a statue uh, at Sanford. It's still there. Uh, it's called Mr. Beeson statue. And so it sits right there at the main entrance to campus. And so it's kind of right down the steps from the library. And so I'd get a text from Seth and it would say, Mr. Beeson, 15 minutes. And so that would be, sometimes that was us going to Sonic and getting some ocean waters with peach and mango. Shout out <laughs> Sonic on Green Springs. If you know, if you, know you know. Um, but other times that was, I think of several times where I literally get in the car and Seth is crying. I had no idea what's going on. He was going through a lot of stuff in his personal life, a lot of stuff with his family back home. And we would get in the car and he would just start driving. And I'd be like, is this dude going to drive us off a cliff? Like, <laughs> I'm with him. I'm with him, though. <laughs> and, and, you know, what's going to happen? And so we would sit in the car for 25, 30 minutes, and he would just drive. And I would just kind of be in the passenger seat like, all right, here we go. But I'm there, right? Yeah. And so it's that ministry of presence. And, and finally, oh, he so would open good. up and say, you know what, man? I just can't figure out X, Y, Z. And, and we'd be able to talk through it and mm-hmm. be able to work through it and be able to be there for each other and, and pray through those things. So it's those times when hey, that person doesn't need your words. They just need a hug. Or that person just needs you to be in the room and pat them on the back. Or that person needs your prayer. That person needs you to just sit there and pray with them. Not, again, not say the right words, not have the right thing to say, but just be there. And so we call that the ministry of presence. That's so good. So be there for the big moments, you know, when they're, you know, it's the, the big game and or the big ceremony or the big award, whatever that is. Be there. Have yep. the ministry of presence there. But then it's the times when he texts you, hey, I need you in 15 minutes. Be there yep. and, and just weep with them, rejoice with them the whole nine yards. That's so good. I love that, Jay Mike. Man, so empathy, we talk about that, mm-hmm. and that looked easier. I, w- I don't want to say easier. It looked different yeah. pre-COVID. Absolutely. We're living in a new world. You can't always be in person with people. Man, what are some ways that we can practice empathy now? Yeah, I'd say with your friends is just, I mean, try to lean on your own Te- like, I don't want to say testimony, but own uh, experiences and, and, and try to relate. But it's okay to not say, I know how you feel, mm. like with empathizing. It's explain to me how you're feeling so I can relate. Mm. You know, Josh, I, maybe I don't know what you're going through. Maybe I haven't had the same thoughts that you've had. Maybe I haven't had and the same okay. experiences. That's okay. Yep. I've had my own bad experiences, you know, that, that you know, I don't want to compare, like, Right. But we've all had our own worst of the worst and highest of the highs. And so during this time of struggles that some of us have maybe have never gone through um, or tough conversations that we've maybe never had to have, hey, I don't understand. So please explain to me. So it's coming in with humility and a willingness to listen mm-hmm. of, hey, show me how how to understand. Show me mm-hmm. how to relate because I sure as heck cannot right now so and good. so it's again you know we say ministry of presence is the overarching so whether it's scheduling a facetime call or mm. just send them a text saying hey i'm with you praying for you whatever that looks like for you but hey i don't understand mm-hmm. but can you please explain to me invite me in and, and lay down the pride of thinking you know it all That's and, so and lay down that pride and, and just be willing to learn willing willing to listen um, whether that's, you know, thoughts of loneliness or, or there's a lot of stuff going on with racial injustice that, um, we've had to listen on and, and, and both yeah. of those things or areas that where you're like, Hey man, I've never had that feeling. I can't relate. I can't relate. Or, Hey, I've never, um, you know, had 
thoughts. I know you, you've mentioned tonight when you spoke, like having suicidal thoughts before. I, I've never had those thoughts before. I, you know, I would call that a blessing. Right. But So when you sit down and say, hey, I'm having these thoughts, I can't look at you and say, I know how you feel. Right. So I need you to sit down and say, hey, this is how I feel. Invite me into that space. And, and if you're that person that's going through something and your friend maybe don't, doesn't understand, and you're like, they're not empathizing with me, give them a chance to. Give Invite them, chance. them into the space that you're in and, and explain it to them. And again, conversation should probably happen face-to-face, right. not a conversation over text as well. Right. So That's so good, J-Mac. I love that you give people the freedom there to not have to relate or have the same experience mm-hmm. about every single thing. I mean, that can get old, right? Oh, yeah. Or, or even when, when you're not doing well and you need someone to empathize, man, I love that term. You guys have the ministry of presence. Mm-hmm. Really, you just want someone to be there mm-hmm. and to listen. You don't need to mention something and then that person, oh, I remember that when this, this, this. is Like, yeah. no, man, ministry of presence. Yeah. I love that. That's so good, Jim. Like, what's our next word? So word number six of seven is accountability. Accountability. Let's go. Another hard one, right? Yeah. And this goes, it goes hand in hand with honesty. Um, but accountability, we ask ourselves, is there friction and is there growth? Uh, like, if there's accountability, there should be friction. We talk about, you know, iron sharpens iron. We talk, uh, that's like the famous verse for accountability, right? But with accountability, there should be tough questions asked. Mm-hmm. There should be tough answers given to those tough questions. Uh, there should be um, growth that's seen over time of, hey, I struggle with like one thing that Seth and I talked about when our in our accountability sessions when we were in college together is like half truths. So you you kind of expand the truth just a little bit where the story is still believable. It's not like a fish tale, but it, that but it, that but it makes the story better. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? So like that fish was twenty five inches instead of twenty. You but, held, you just held it right in front of the yeah, camera. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's. Things like that, there was growth there because now I, in the back of my head, I'd be like, I know that on Friday morning, I have to answer to Seth and say, yes, I did tell a half truth this week. And because that's oh, where the honesty man. and the trust comes yeah. in to know that I'm going to answer those questions truthfully that's when good. it comes down to it. And so that's, that's hard because Seth had to say, J. Mike, I know for fact, because I was on that boat with you, that that fish was, you know, 20 inches, not 25. Like, you lying, like, horrible person. And so, so those are tough questions that we have to ask each other. But again, you have to be honest. And, and that's where all these, if you notice, they'll start to tie together of all these go hand in hand. Um, yeah. But then the other thing with accountability is setting boundaries. And so that setting boundaries in one thing that I was struggling with my senior year of college was like sexual temptation. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was something that I never had a problem with before. So it was weird that I was struggling with this. And so sure. it was me and Seth setting boundaries. What does that look like when you have two you know, 22 year olds? How do you set boundaries? My entire spring semester of senior year of college, I slept on Seth's couch almost every weekend like in his house. Because wow. I knew, he knew, if I was there, I couldn't be doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. Sure. And so we would you know, hang out on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, and I would go spend the night um, on his couch. Wow. Now, my neck probably still hurts from sleeping on, <laughs> on his couch. Still going to the chiropractor. So, still going to the chiropractor <laughs> for that one. But it was worth it because yeah. it stopped me from slipping up because there was boundaries, there was protocols mm. put in place that kept us from stumbling. So when you see That's that, so the friction, the growth, the boundaries, it leads to a point of conforming to Christ because it's not trying to make Seth more like me or me more like Seth. It's about pointing us towards Christ and and trying to be more like him. And so for us, it was what boundaries are we setting to ensure that we're not falling and holding each other accountable. So it's setting those boundaries and then maintaining those boundaries on a consistent basis. And, and, you know, 
readdressing them, re you know setting new boundaries or adjusting boundaries, whatever those look like. Um, but it was friction, growth, and then boundaries were the keys to accountability because I knew if I messed up that I was gonna have to like tell Seth that yeah. Dude, I screwed up. And and again, he wasn't going to come at me and be like, you idiot. Like, you screwed up again. Are you kidding me? But it was going to be like, come on, man. Like, you know better. And, yeah. and an encouraging friend that was going to be there and have my back and, and help lift me up. Dude, that's so good. There's there's a price to pay for true friendship and accountability. But at the same time, let's be real. If, if your friend hasn't come to you yeah. and told you something they're struggling with recently... Yeah. They're just not telling you because we're all humans <laughs> we're all and they're serious. struggling with something. So if they're, if they're not telling you, it's just because you're not asking or you're not setting up room for accountability. That's so good, Jim. Like, exactly. Man, all of these have so much overlap, but there's one key one that ties it all together. Yeah. Hit us with it. The last word is love, and it's the greatest of these. You know, it's, it's what brings friendship together because if it's not rooted in love, then it's worth nothing. And, and that goes, you know, we can go down the tree if you're not trying to positively influence someone because you love them, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you're not loyal because you love that person and you're loyal because of a character trait that they have or an attribute they have, and it's not just because you love them, then you're probably doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, if you don't, you know, if you're trying to earn their trust in a way that's malicious, in a way to abuse the relationship, that's clearly not out of love. Um, if you're honest in a you know we talked about like sharing feedback with each other but if you're honest in a way that's like well josh you know you always do that and then josh is like well j mike you always do this and then we're going back and forth and it's a slugfest of just who's the worst person like that's not love that's not uplifting um empathy if you're just again empathizing and and relating oh i did i i understand i get it like and that's not from an an attitude of love yeah it's it's dismissive and and that's not out of love and and then accountability if you're like holding them accountable but not holding yourself accountable if you're um you know pushing them towards accountability but doing it in a spiteful way and not in an uplifting way then you're not being accountable out of love you're doing it again just to nitpick or criticize rather than offer true advice and so with love again it goes back to valuing the friendship do you value the person or the relationship more we kind of asked that question there as well um, but also are you are you getting and are you giving love's got to go both ways it's a two-way street so are you giving love and are you getting love it's you know are your needs being met um, spiritually physically um, emotionally like are those needs being met in the relationship and how are you sacrificing is the answer the question question. that it comes down to because with love sacrifice was a word that we thought about making one of the eight words um you know because with loyalty we talk about hey you got to sacrifice some great situations to answer that phone call um we know with honesty and empathy like you got to sacrifice pride uh, and lay that down and and that's something that you have to do in these tough conversations but are you sacrificing for the relationship are you putting their needs above your own and that's a hard question to oh, answer yeah. because it's something that I'm maybe not the best at because we're such excuse me, such manipulative people oh, of, okay, I'm going to do this for them because hopefully they're going to give something back to me, right? right. Or I'm going to do right. this for them because I want them to see that sacrifice or that they'll sacrifice and then we'll, oh, we're yeah. keeping score. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. I'm and giving a real nice Christmas gift because I want a sweet one in return. Exactly, right? <laughs> Do you remember when I got you that for Christmas? But, and I'm keeping tabs. It's, and, and that's the thing. A true friendship doesn't keep tabs. Mm. It doesn't matter what uh, what the score is. It doesn't matter. Mm. I know I struggled with like um, – I used to work in the sports industry, and so people would hit me up all the time like, hey, man, you got tickets to this, you got tickets to this, or whatever. 
I was so afraid to ask someone else for tickets if I hadn't given them tickets already. So I'm in my head keeping score. Like, oh, did okay, one, okay, they gave me tickets. Okay, it's okay if I ask because I know I'm going to hook them up later. Like, this back and forth, like, that's not what a true friendship is. True friendship doesn't keep score. It's it's out of love of, hey, man, I'm doing this because I care for you. I want the best for you. I, I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to uplift you and encourage you and empower you to be successful. Jim, and like, so that's that's why we, it's again, it's on. all rooted in love. And the big thing that we say at the end of these is a lot of people are like, well, why don't I have a friend? And, and the answer is to, to get a friend, you have to first be a friend. Ooh. With every single one of these, um, you have to give it first before you're going to receive it oftentimes. And hopefully you find people that are giving it first as well. And there's a beautiful you know marriage there of, of you guys giving these qualities back and forth from the get-go, which is what I think Seth and I had, which is was awesome. But I mean, that doesn't happen. There's other friends I had that we didn't like each other for a year and now we're tight. And so it's one of those, it, it may happen overnight, it may have over time, but if you're going to get a friend, you have to first be a friend. And so mm-hmm. I would say that encompasses our, our seven core values for each one. You got to give this value if you're going to receive it. That's so good. Jay Mike, come on, dude. Amen and amen. <laughs> what, what's one challenge uh, or one takeaway you'd leave with all the listeners out there? Yeah. Uh, this, this is, I always like to lead into it with this quote is, um, Friendships like pee in your pants, right? Um, <laughs> everyone sees it, but only you get to feel the warmth that it brings. <laughs> and so, That's an original quote. I stole it from the internet a few oh, years ago. I no. wish it was original. I wish I came up with that. But that's what we say is friendship is like pee in your pants. Everyone sees it, but only you get to feel the warmth that it brings. So my challenge to you is to share that warmth. Mm. And I don't mean <laughs> the pee that you pee down here. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to see no. that warmth. Uh, but share the warmth of your friendship. And so that that doesn't mean hey, go post about your friend on Instagram. Um, don't you know? Don't. It's not like a superficial share, if you will. But sharing the warmth of your friendship is take the overflow of the friendships you have and pour that into other people that don't have a friend. Because we all have a friend. I, I encourage you to listen to this podcast, call your best friend, tell them you're grateful. But so share good. share the share the warmth from that friendship with others because there's so many people out there that are hurting that mm-hmm. don't have friends because they're scared to reach out. Because they're scared to, to be that friend because they've been hurt or they've gone through something uh, in the past that, that's causing them worry or fear of stepping in that friendship. So if, if you're someone... That, that has the warmth of a friendship, I would encourage you to share that warmth and bring people in, invite people. You and your best friend are still gonna be tight if you you know bring a third party into it. Like you and your best friend are still gonna have your thing, but invite people into that community that you have and share that warmth because Lord knows we all need it right now. That's so good, Jay Mike. Man, thanks so much for being on the One Word Podcast. Before you go, uh, where can everyone find you? Where can people find you personally and also the friendship? Card? Yeah, so um, I'm on you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff um, at uh, jmike253. So J-A-Y-M-I-K-E-253. So when you go share this podcast, make sure you tag J. Mike to thank him. And then our, our stuff is uh, The Friendship Company, but we're on Instagram at underscore The Friendship Co., at underscore the friendship co that's all pushed together um but and then it's this is friendship.org is our website but we also have a podcast called the friendship company podcast and please go listen to that go check it out yeah we'd love to hear back from y'all we love hearing friendship stories that's something we're kind of gearing up to share 
uh, in the next season three. We're, we're working through season two right cool. now, and season three will all be stories of people's friendships and, yep. and hearing um, kind of their testimonies of friendships, what worked, what didn't work. And so we're excited for that coming out soon. But yeah. And you guys have episodes on all of these words we talked about today. Yeah, we, so we dove so, deep for like 15, 20 minutes on each of these words. There's a lot of goofy stories in there yeah, yeah. about Seth and I's friendship through our relationship. But um, we did, season one was all that. And then season two has been in interviews so far where people mm. kind of hit on a couple of these words uh, and how they've impacted their own life. Cool. So if you're sitting here tonight, you're like, man, honesty, that section was so good. I love those few minutes there. J. Mike talked about that. Go listen to a full episode. Get 15, 20 minutes from yeah. J. Mike and Seth and go a little deeper on it. But man, J. Mike, thanks for being with us. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning into the One Word Podcast. Again, please share this podcast with your friends. Send it to your best friend. Say, hey, thank you for being this person for me. And uh, please tag uh, J. Mike and just thank him and show him love for, for joining us on the One Word Podcast today. As always, choose it, rep it, live it. We love you guys.